Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another Big Hitters podcast, a preview podcast um, today for Game Week 28. Um, we'll also be looking back on our Game Week 27s and looking ahead to Game Week 29. Uh, very scary stuff coming ahead there. Uh, a reminder to subscribe to our channel. We are aiming to get towards 100 subscribers, uh, so the sooner the better. Uh, if we can achieve that, uh, we're also on Twitter and Instagram, as you can see there, at BigHittersFPL. Uh, we also have a fantasy league, which you can join. The code is 01TOQK. Uh, while we're talking about that, should we shout out the top three of the league at the moment? Some movement yeah. at the top. So in first place, we have got... Uh, sorry, let's do third place. From third place, we have got Jake, who was initially first, but has uh, gone down a few places. In second place, we have got Johnny Brindle, uh, Brindle FC. Um, so second place, it's all very tight. Um, and in first place, after an absolute banging week, uh, after using his triple captain as well, Robber Ducky FC. So shout outs to him. Um, he was. Uh, he also had twelve points on the bench. Um, so a hundred and two points is the number. Um, so well done to him. And um, it's really, it's really turning into an exciting, uh, an exciting time, um, especially in the league, especially at the summit. Yeah, very tight up there with Rubber Ducky coming from fifth to be top. Um, let's uh, start by looking at our game week 27s, and we'll start with Jake. Um, yeah, so it's it's really not been a great week for me. Four points below average, which is I think the first time I've been below average in the last ten since I don't know game week. 16 i think so 11 weeks or so um yeah so my captain choice obviously not great between diaz and kane and i went for diaz who only got two points over the double game week conceding twice in each of his games so obviously really not ideal um and kane got two goals and two assists and three bonus um for one of one of its biggest hauls of the season um yeah so i've had Quite a few blanks. Mount only coming on for a few minutes. He started on the bench, um, seeing as I transferred him, transferred him in for this week. Not too happy with that. Target with a clean sheet. Martinez with seven points. Um, I think he should have been up to yeah, ten points, but they took away. Yeah, no. So I think apparently his third save was a save from a cross. So they took away uh, a point for his saves. And then that me meant that he lost out on two bonus points. Um, so, yeah, that's not great. That still wouldn't have taken me up to above average, but still. And then Gundogan, again, um, returning for me. Got a goal against Southampton and a bonus for another double-digit haul. Um, but, yeah, overall, not a particularly strong week for me. Yeah. Uh, better than mine, but we'll come to that later. Um, uh, Ludo had a very good week. Well, yeah, I had uh, 82 points, so um, 
I was very happy with that. Um, obviously, as you can see, I was let down just like Jake by the Man City defence. Fortunately, I did not captain uh, um, uh, Diaz. Um, I brought in Aubameyang, which paid off. And I think having that uh, Son duo really paid off, especially. You know, I was having a really bad week, but then Son and Kane turned my fortunes around. Um, yeah, you can see a bit disappointed uh, uh, Spurs conceding there. Um, De Bruyne captain, two goals against Southampton. Um, yeah, other than that, I mean, a couple of blanks here and there, but, you know, above the average, and my team is in very good form, and I'm very pleased. Yeah, very good week there. Kane and De Bruyne uh, performing very well. And finally, me, uh, absolute shocker. I think that photos are outdated because the average is 60, as was on your screenshots. But um, 47 for me, 13 below average, seven blanks, as you can see there. Uh, Diaz, uh, captain, getting two points, was very, very poor. Mason Mount, like Jake, uh, off the bench to do nothing. Um, One-pointer. And, uh, uh, yeah, captaincy failed again. And then something very interesting happened. Um, you might, you know, we, we do um, deadline streams, uh, talking of which there's one tomorrow. Uh, don't miss it. But um, if you were watching last Saturday's deadline stream, you would have seen my team with Stuart Dallas in that back four with Bruno Fernandes picking up a cosy spot on the bench. Now, in the midst of all the streaming, uh, I forgot to change my team. And it turns out I actually played Bruno Fernandes ahead of Dallas. Um, despite... I'm sorry. No, that's not quite what no, happened. No, it I is. Think. I think I suggested to you to play da uh, Bruno over no. Dallas. Well, no, that's just a side note because I, I, will, I will admit that <laughs> I wanted to play Dallas. Uh, but... In the morning before the deadline stream, I, I was playing around with my team and I thought I'd just put Bruno in midfield for Dallas just for fun. And I forgot to change it back. But ultimately, the moral of the story is that was great because Fernandez scored a first minute penalty uh, to get 10 points. Gundogan got 10 points. Um, Target and Martinez getting clean sheets. Everyone else blank. Watkins hit the bar. Bamford missed some big chances. Salah is disappointing at the moment. City conceded twice, twice. Um, and that is why I ended up in 47 points. And that is a very, very bad week. Uh, on that jolly note, let's uh, do some hot topics ahead of game week 28. Uh, first of all, very, very hot topic. Uh, I can feel it burning. Um, is Mohamed Salah. Uh, plenty of blanks recently. In fact, I'll just check. But um, he did score last night in the Champions League. Just maybe turning yeah. a few eyebrows. What are your thoughts on Salah? 
Um, well, you say he scored last night in the Champions League, but he seems to be doing all right. He scored in the first leg as well against Leipzig. He's, he seems to be doing fine in the Champions League. I mean, he did have quite a few chances that he also should have mm-hmm. put away last night. Uh, but yes, he did get a goal. Um, yeah, I think um, I'm giving him the Wolves fixture for game week 28. Um, not because I want to see how he does, mainly because, um, well, I'm thinking of transferring either Son or Bale in, and I think that the Liverpool is, fixture is probably the better one, um, rather than uh, Spurs against Arsenal. Finally, but some yes, respect. I mean, not so much respect, just nah, 50-50. Um, anyway, um, what was I saying? Yes, so I'll be keeping Salah, and I mean, even if, well, I guess I'll see how well he does. I mean, if he gets a big haul, it'll be hard to ignore. I might bring Bale or Son in just for the blank game at 29 and then get Salah back in, but um, it's it's looking unlikely that he's going to be back amongst loads of goals um, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, uh, yeah. I agree. Um, I think, yeah, he's been poor in the league, especially when the, the, there are so many better options at the minute. Uh, Gareth Bale, Son, so it's very tempting to transfer him out. Obviously, I transferred him out. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, there is to point out, to be honest, that the, the goal in the first leg he scored against the Knights Leipzig was a defensive blunder by one of the um, defenders Um, and also I think I haven't exactly seen the goal but you just felt like Leipzig had to attack um, in the second leg so obviously Salah enjoyed more space um, and therefore got the goal but in Premier League fixtures it's a bit more unlikely that it's slightly more unlikely you'll find, you know, obviously it's a bit more physical. The league's a bit more physical. Um, So I just think that it's, if I were a Salah owner, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be obviously too happy that he's, you know, not regained his form, but scored a goal in the Champions League. It doesn't really show too much, but it is, there is light at the end of the tunnel. Sound like Boris Johnson. Um, right, um, I'm just looking at his stats here, and I know Wolves is in a way fixture, but that could be a good thing. Uh, he hasn't actually scored an open play goal, because of course he scored a penalty against City, in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Eight games without a home return. Going back to the Tottenham match in... December, I want to say. So, certainly at home, looks bad, but then away, there might be a glimmer of hope, slightly better away form. Is that something to think about? Yeah, maybe, I guess. I guess we'll see. And then, if we are selling Salah, uh, who, we've said Son and Bale, are there any other replacements? You know, Aubameyang, maybe? Yeah, Aubameyang. You just have to take yeah, I think if you want to save some more money, then you could, there are many cheap options at the minute. 
Um, so you could go for Gondogan or Mason Mount and spend the remaining money elsewhere. Um, but yeah, as I said, there are plenty of options. So if I were a seller owner, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what I wouldn't be sure to risk it to be honest. Yeah, just with the um, with Aubameyang, I mean, I think Arsenal's priority at the moment is probably going to be Europa League. Not that it's going to be likely that they'll win it, just because it's probably their only chance of getting into the Champions League. Um, so Aubameyang may be rested in um, Premier League this I week. I think it'll be interesting to see, because obviously Arsenal playing later tonight at 8 o'clock against Olympiacos. If we can get the job done, wrapped up 3-0, 4-0, you could see... <laughs> you lost them last Okay, year. let's just assume that we can beat them 4-0. Uh, I could see... That'd be obviously great because then we can uh, rest players next week. Uh, but that could be good for Aubameyang owners and Saka owners. Um, yeah. Next, what was the what was the first like? We result? beat them one nil, I think. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about another hot topic, which is Man City's defense, which we've admired so long, doubled up on for so long. Uh, they've only got one clean sheet in their last seven matches now. So is it time to ditch that second City defender? Um, well, I think I, I was going to be doing that anyway, but I think especially now, since they have conceded two goals in each of their last two matches, it seems like the United match, which I actually did say, but I'm not sure if I was talking to you about it. I don't think I was. I did say I think the United match may have been a turning point in City's season. They did literally beat Southampton for... 5-2, though. Yes, I know, but, I mean, their defence was pretty shaky, I yeah, would say. Yeah, I'd agree. Against Southampton. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. Um, I'd say, you know, obviously, if you wanted, you know, having a second City defender now is getting a bit risky. I wouldn't sell both of them because that's that's a risk. Uh, because you never you never know with Man City. They could one day they could just be perfect. Their defenders get attacking returns. So it's a risk, but you know, when you've got Chelsea defenders um, as options, as very good options, then you know, it is quite tempting. And that's what I've done. Okay. Cool. Um and another thing to consider is obviously a very good fixture coming up with Fulham next week. Uh, Stones and Cancelo having been rested. So I think if you've got your Diaz plus someone else, I think you hold both for Fulham. Uh, yeah, I mean, Diaz may get his rest, though, against Fulham. Could be either then. I think it's either going to be then or in the Champions mm. League against um which they could do with a what two nil was it two nil in the end or three? Yeah, two nil. Um, right then, final hot topic before we move on to some comparisons and captains is blank game week twenty nine with only eight uh, teams in play. Uh, so, what are our strategies for that? Um, I'm just trying to bring in. Well, um, obviously, I've not got any chips left. So I'm kind of using my transfers um, up until game 29 to bring in players 
obviously everyone's tactic. Um, but I think seven, eight players is probably you're probably fine for game week twenty nine. And How I many think are you I'll looking at? Nine, if I bring in Son or Bale for um, Salah. Yeah, I I've got ten players currently, and I've got free transfer uh, for game. I've got free transfer for ahead of game week twenty nine, obviously, just like everybody has. So I'll be bringing in, I'll be bringing in Lewis Dunk. Um, Obviously, if if you are on, obviously, I think even I'm still considering whether to bring Lewis Dunk in because I think ten players would still get me above average. Many many managers will just prefer not to take hits and prefer, and some have even abandoned their FPL team. So that could be a, a handy way on how to overtake them. Um, but as I say, if you want 11 players playing, then I'd say if you take an eight hit, I think, you know, there's, there's not really a risk of not paying off because the players you are transferring out will get zero points automatically. That's one way to look at it. Obviously, if any of you viewers have got, have, have, uh, been patient and, um, and have uh, any um, any free hits, wild cards left, then um, obviously that's a different story for you. Um, and perhaps uh, in tomorrow's uh, deadline stream, we could we could help you and um, give you a few tips, and perhaps even just do a small draft, a quick draft, and how to guide you. In um, on how, on how to guide you, um, but yeah. Can I just say I, um, that I'd only play free hit slash wild card if you've only got like two or three players because I mean in game week I think thirty three, both City and Spurs are blanking, so I think that may. So I mean not to. Obviously, obviously, to you need to transfer them out or keep them on the bench. But also, there are quite a few good fixtures, so it might be an opportunity to um, do something different. Uh, in terms of my team for 29, I'm looking at six right now. Uh, looking at making three transfers next week for a four hit to get nine. I've got the option to make that eight hit and get ten, but I think I'll leave it. Uh, and about uh, the three hit thing. I think I know two people who still have their free hits. Uh, a good friend of the show, Fimba, has got his free hit. So we could get him on the show and do that with him. And also my dad. Uh, so we could, you know, uh, um, just, yeah, make a free hit team for them, which could be fun. Um, so we'll have a lot more detail on that, of course, next week when we actually do Game Week 29. But for now... Uh, I'm sure you guys know it by now, but we've got a comparison corner. Uh, so uh, let's look at comparison corner for this week. Uh, I've shifted over our stats. Um, we are now using uh, at FPL updates underscore tips on Twitter. 
really, really good stats. I'm getting all these stats partly on Twitter, but also you can join them on uh, Telegram and you literally get text messages as new stats come in, uh, which is really cool, which is where I've got these stats from. Uh, we're comparing Don, Bale, uh, and then Aubameyang and Saka over the last four game weeks. That's that. Let's take a look. I think Erlen's son is a very interesting one. Um, particularly with Stella out of form. Yeah, yeah I think... That... Um, yeah, no, you go, you go. I was just going to say the stats point towards Bale, but what what do you think? Um, yeah. yeah, so I think Son has been, he's been more, since Bale's come into the side, Son's been more of um, the provider rather than a goal scorer. I mean, you can see zero goals, um, and 0.13 expected goals, um, whereas Bale is 1.33 goals. Um, yeah, and you can see there, Son, I think, has the better assists there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with Jake. I'd say that Bale's in really good form, but I'm not sure how long that will last. Yeah. Son has been extremely consistent throughout the season. So I'd say the risky option is Bale. Um, so you know, if if he does, if he does deliver, then credit credit to you if you have got him in your team. Uh, but it is a risk. Um, so I'd I'd be going for Son simply because I'm I'm not too sure about his his form continuing. But as as Mourinho said that Bale has now broken um, his psychological boundary. Um, so now Bale has got the confidence um, and he knows that, you know, he's returned to the Premier League. He's got the quality and can deliver. So it will be an interesting few weeks as they rival each other. Um, and for the Aubameyang and Saka, I'd say it's, it's obviously if you do want goals, then go, go for Aubameyang. But I think, I just think, if you don't have the money or you want to save your money, then go for Saka. He's he's a really good option. Um, he is he is he's half the price. Um, and yeah, two okay. things I'll say about uh, Bale and Son is one is um, Bale's fitness, uh, which I'm not sure how long he can keep it up for. Of course, he had a lot of time on the sidelines at Real Madrid. Looks like he's back to full fitness fitness at Tottenham in these last couple of weeks. But with Tottenham having some uh, Europa League matches, one tonight, of course, um, it'll be interesting. I think before you transfer in Bale, I'd wait and see if he plays tonight. If he plays tonight, I reckon he'll get rested at Arsenal. Um, and the other thing is... Um, uh, if you look at Tottenham's home form versus their away form recently, they've been drastically better at home. Uh, their last away fixture being that 1-0 loss at Fulham. Credit to Fulham. Brilliant form. But Tottenham now have three away fixtures in a row, which I would just consider before you transfer in all three of their attackers, or even two. But both are good options, I'd say. Yeah, I'd like... To also just quickly say that 
for the Aubameyang and Saka. Obviously, the fixtures do not look too inviting. Obviously, you know, got Tottenham, really good side. Then West Ham as well, but they're fighting for European uh, football. Then Liverpool, who perhaps have, have overcome their bad form. But after that, they have Arsenal mm-hmm. have got Fulham and Sheffield United, if I am right. So if you can hold yeah. on to, to one of them, then they could deliver and you could be looking at them for, for captaincy options. Right, then next thing to look at is captaincy. Um, we've, we've put six options here on the slide. Um, what are your thoughts on those six? Um, yeah, I mean, I think they're all good options. Um, City have obviously been, well, you could see in the Southampton match, they've been devastating going forward, um, scoring five goals in under 60 minutes. So I guess both KDB and Gundogan, both good options against the Fulham side, who, yes, have been in form, but they're still um, bottom three. Fernandez, I mean, he seems to be strong. Uh, ways, um, I mean, he returned against Man City, which not many players do. Um, Martinez, I mean, it's always risky captaining a goalkeeper because the only return you're going to get is a clean sheet. And that's obviously not always um, going to happen. Um, DCL, I mean, he's not been in form lately, but he's got a good fixture. And then Salah, again, not been in form, but you never know. Yeah, I, I agree with Jake. They're all great. I mean, if you do ignore the... If you take out the United game that City did play, then they've been fantastic um, from Christmas till now. Um, so they are quite reliable. I'll be captaining KDB myself. Um, but there are also some, some other some other players rivaling for the captaincy. Uh, yeah, uh, I think I'm leaning towards Bruno Fernandes, uh, but uh, just one thing I'll, I'll say is that there could be a ref coming up for him, especially with United having two Milan fixtures, one tonight, one next week. Yeah, I think, I mean, West Ham is a pretty big game, um, so I don't think Fernandes will be rested there. I think I, I, I'm also leaning towards Fernandes. Yeah, I guess as for Aubameyang, it does depend where, how quick, how if uh, Manchester United can can sort of um, win, sort of uh, really win and thrash uh, uh, Milan. Um, mm-hmm. If they can, then Fernandez will probably get rested. But that's that's one for that's one to look out for. Okay, then uh, let's reveal our teams for this week, uh, starting with me. Uh, this is my team. Um, as you can see there, I'm, I'm very happy with this team. My sort of thinking is last week had a bad week. Next week is a blank. But this week, sort of in between week, I think I should be on for a, quite a big score. Uh, got some good fixtures. Got uh, the triple Villa against Newcastle. Double uh, double. Everton against Burnley, 
Triple City against Fulham. Uh, I've benched my three leads because I um, I think Chelsea have been really good recently. Uh, rolling the transfer, uh, so I've got two uh, come game week 29. Uh, captaincy choice, as it says there, very hard. Uh, not quite sure why it's on Watkins in the picture. I think I just really like that Villa fixture. Uh, and Dinia as well, I could see. Uh, I'm pretty sure he'll get clean sheets and he's got assist potential. Uh, but I might switch that over to Fernandez. The other thing to say is Mason Mount, who I'm actually very looking forward to owning this week. Uh, I feel like he came on, what, 70 minutes uh, during uh, during the uh, Everton game. And in literally the 20 minutes he played, he created about three chances for Timo Werner and had a pretty good shot on goal himself, uh, which is why... I'm actually thinking potentially of him as an outside captain pick, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. A very good fixture against Leeds. And I mean, apart from that, he was benched, but yeah, benched last week, but hopefully he should start this week. Yeah. And that is my team. How about yours, Ludo? Dressed um... again. I guess. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't touch. I didn't touch it. I, I mean, I it wasn't me or Jake that stretched it. it. Um, but anyways, apart from the stretched photo, um, my team's looking quite quite good. Um, obviously, you can see Aspilicueta coming in. Um, um, you can see, you know, doubling up on the Villa defence. Um, and uh, obviously, for captaincy, I'm not too sure because Fulham have actually been really, really organised, and I think they will stay up because I just think they're just so. To be honest, they're the most stubborn, the the, the most stubborn team uh, over the last five games because they just really just defend, 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 and sometimes catch you on the break. In terms of captaining Watkins, he can be considered as an option. Um, last time against Newcastle, Watkins actually got 11 points. And um, interestingly, he did not get a single bonus point. And even more interestingly, he got a hat-trick of assists. Yeah, I remember that. So, um, so that, was quite a, um, that was quite a weird... Scenario. That was against Crystal Palace. No, it was against um, Newcastle, yeah. I think. Oh, was it? I, I don't know. I Newcastle, he scored a goal. He only got six points, but yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm very interested, Luda, as to why you've uh, transferred in as Palacueta for Cancelo. I think Leeds yeah, I just always think have the potential to score and... Yeah, I was I was talking about that with you um, today actually. Um, where okay, he might he might play against Fulham. City aren't guaranteed a clean sheet. They are not low on confidence, but uh, from a de- defensive aspect, they're not they they're, they're not the strongest they've ever been. And I just think having you know six point one for a player 
who plays one who plays every other week is just it's just not worth it to be honest. So well, surely you enough, well surely you give him one more week against Yeah, okay. I mean yes, um you know but you know they they aren't really guaranteed too much of a clean sheet. And to be honest, as I said before, Fulham are a very stubborn team. So, anyways, prefer not to dwell on it. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, if if both, I think let's hope that Aspilicueta does not get rested either. Hmm. Um, I'd be very disappointed if he does. But I just. Tuchel has meant has hinted for rotation, but has also hinted that it is fantastic having the club captain on the pitch because mm-hmm. he brings unity. So it's going to be a bit of a 50-50. Um, and Suchek, Suchek surprise perhaps. Um, that would be nice, a nice little surprise. Um, other than that, uh, quite a good team. Smith yeah. Rowe's still injured, so I'm hoping for game week 29 he is available. Um, yeah. Nice and stretched. Um, and finally, <laughs> uh, Jake's team. Um, yeah, so I'm also rolling my transfer. Um, so I'll have two for 29, and I think I'll be taking a four hit, so bringing in um, Cresswell, um, Son or um, Bale, and then I might be bringing in Jota for either Mount, depending on if he starts, or Rafinha, but I'm not sure yet. Um, yeah, so probably sticking with Fernandez, captain. Um, I think he's been strong um, recently, and then triple leads on the bench uh, yeah Chelsea have been strong defensively um, but yeah overall I think um, all of my players have got pretty decent fixtures so yeah very nice the only difference between me and you being Calvert-Lewin over Kane uh, but yeah. yeah very similar teams we have um, and then last of all before we end the show is the perfect game week 28-11 as voted by you guys on Twitter and Instagram. Um, the obvious uh, choice in gold never leaves this PowerPoint. No point even changing. Emmy Martinez. Uh, yep, yeah, obviously. Uh, three at the back. We've got that 50 double of Diaz and Cancelo partnered with Cresswell against Manchester United. Interesting choice that by the public. But it is what it is. Uh, midfield for including a captain and a vice. Uh, Bruno Fernandes taking the armband. Gundogan taking the vice captain. Uh, Mason Mount and Hyung Min Son uh, as well. Um, and then up top we've got um, Wally Watkins, Harry Kane, and Calvert Lewin. And I think. Uh, that's our scout selection slash perfect eleven voted by you guys. A pretty pretty good team. What do you think? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think just interesting. No KDB. Yeah, that was interesting actually. Yeah. Going to win third. And I think 
that is just about all we need to say for this show. Um, thank you very much for listening. Uh, this has been the Game Week 28 preview podcast. Um, we'll be back tomorrow with a deadline stream from about six o'clock. Um, so make sure you tune in to the channel to watch that. Um, make sure you subscribe to the channel as well, uh, the big hitters on YouTube. And make sure you join our fantasy league, the code is, of which is 01DOUK. Thank you and bye-bye.